0: Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Jones. It'll just be me tonight. We're doing a sports episode. Uh, Tonight's topics, we're going to be talking about the fight, the boxing match between Tyson Fury and Joseph Ignaldo. Angano, uh, he's a mixed martial artist. We're going to be talking about the James Harden trade to the Clippers, and we're going to be talking about um, give our deep condolences for a hockey player, former Pittsburgh Penguins player Adam Johnson, who tragically lost his life in a uh, hockey game in England. Um, first, we're going to talk about the boxing match between tyson fury and ngano i'm just saying his last name because <laughs> the best way i know how to say it uh, it's not really a boxing match that they had uh, it looks more of like an exhibition um it looks like they were not really trying to do a whole lot and i can understand that because ngano is not box. he's not a mix he's not a boxer he's a mixed martial artist so he doesn't have like a jab he doesn't have like a, a lot of tools in the in the box that he can use but even that being said he's still not Tyson Fury down earlier on in the fight and Tyson Fury who at some point was getting some shots on Ngannou and Ngannou was just eating his shots up I mean he was hitting Clean, and clean cleaned and Ganu was not going anywhere. And despite the, despite everything that we want to talk about as far as Tyson Fury maybe being washed or having issues with the, the layoff, you know, not inactivity and all that stuff. Fighters gonna learn that you gotta fight. <clears throat> Eventually you're gonna to have to come through. You're gonna to have to start fighting you're going to have to start putting your work in. And if you don't, somebody who's not supposed to beat you can beat you. You know, you're not just going to wake up every day and be number one. Because <laughs> somebody can catch you lacking. Especially if you're not fighting. Uh, especially if you're not fighting anymore. Even if you are getting ready for a big fight, take a tuna fight. Do what you got to do to stay active because if you don't, it's not only just affecting your wallet, you know. Because I know, especially when fighters get older, they want to make the big money on every fight. I've seen Floyd Mayweather fight a bunch of guys that, <laughs> being honest, Andre Berto, that's one of them. Why is he fighting Andre Berto? We don't know. Well, he's fighting Andre Berto because he wants to get a fight and he wants to not have. The pressure of fighting the Canelo again or fighting one of these young killers because Crawford was fighting back then Earl Spence was fighting back then and they would have loved the shot at Floyd Mayweather after he beat Pacquiao and I think Floyd Mayweather knew better because he's like I can make a lot more money fighting Conor McGregor and promoting these side shows than actually fighting someone for real and the fact that they let that situation count on his record you know boxing is all about this money and I know Nganu and Tyson Fury made a good amount of change considering where the fight was and who put the fight up and and everything else but the two things that we have to look at Nganu is a legitimate heavyweight fighter now I can't call him a contender because at the end of the day that was not a championship fight, and honestly, who cares who won or lost that fight? At the end of the day, Tyson Fury no, he got the brakes beat off of him. <laughs> Tyson Fury looked like Elmer Fudd after anvil or something got dropped on his head, and and I I'm a big fan of Tyson Fury. He's one of the greatest. He's one of the greatest trash talkers in the game. You know, if you can't say, if you can't call him a Hall of Fame heavyweight, which in my mind, he's Hall of Fame for taking out the Klitschko brothers or taking out Klitschko. Getting the belts away from Klitschko put you in the Hall of Fame, period, for me. Surviving the first fight with Deontay Wilder to where it was a draw, getting up after literally having his soul knocked out of his body. And yeah, we could call it a suspect eight count, whatever the situation was. But then going on the beat wilder another two times. I'm just looking at sometimes you have somebody's number the way he beat Otto Wilder, and the way he whooped everybody that he fought up until this situation. And then when he fought in Ghana, I'm that he that's not prime Tyson Fury, and anybody who's watched a Tyson Fury fight knows. That was not Tyson Fury. He did not have the gas. He did not have the juice. And he better get it before he fights (laughs) Usyk. I'm just saying that. Because Usyk ain't going to take it. It's going to be no mercy. when he fights another boxer. As far as Ngano, He's already in talks of fighting uh, Deontay Wilder. I'm all for that situation. Because at the end of the day. If you're going to get this money. Get this money. And. Um, we we want to see Godzilla versus King Kong. We want to see hard hitters come in there. Uh, we know Nganu's going to punch. And we know Deontay Wilder's going to punch. And I think that Wilder's a better matchup for Nganu anyway because Nganu can't really move. And if you can't move fighting Deontay Wilder, you have a big problem. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> All those shots that Tyson Fury was hitting him with, and he wasn't going nowhere. I think if Deontay Wilder gets (laughs) some, I don't think. I've just seen him do damage with guys that same size. I watched him against, uh, (laughs) he was fighting, and I can't think of dude's name now, but he was fighting some guy, and and it was a situation where a dude took him all the way seven rounds. He was up on the scorecards. And all that mess that Deontay Wilder was doing, all that laying back and taking damage, laying back, he erased all that with his right hand. And I think that's the issue of maybe his inactivity because, you know, he was trying to set up something with Anthony Joshua. It didn't work. He was trying to set up something with um, Andy Ruiz. It did not work. And um, I think it was a situation with money and, at the end of the day, if I'm Wilder, you can fight anybody. We don't care who Wilder fights as far as like, oh, he got to fight this big name to get this big money. If he can fight nobody, you can fight doormen. As long as you do your job, which is taking these guys out of there, We, they don't care about who Deontay Wilder fighting. And at the end of the day, if he gets this fight with Ngano, which it's, going, it's not going to be no exhibition he knows what he needs to do after what happened with Tyson Fury he got to put Ngannou on his back <laughs> that's it and would I buy this fight would I watch it yeah I'll watch Deontay Wilder I'll watch him because at the end of the day if you, you say you are I, I give it a shot I'm here for it I get my popcorn is it a boxing match no should he be looking at Osik and Anthony Joshua and Andrew Ruiz yeah he used to be doing this situation but at the end of the day he defended that heavyweight belt what like nine, ten times before Tyson Fury took it off of him so he don't really have to do nothing else as far as belts and stuff concerned and if he could take Ngannou out after Tyson Fury struggled that hard with him yeah that That would be a lot of money in the bank account. And that would be a really big notch on the belt, you know, and it'll also be um, a setup for him to actually see uh, whoever wins between Osik and Tyson Fury, because I think Tyson Fury, while he's a better, he got the skills, he a better mover, better boxer. Deontay Wilder has a gift where he, that right hand and how he hits you, how he, where it comes from. <laughs> I mean, that's the issue. And then also, if Ngannou can go in here and, and and be credible, then of course it sets up a lot of other mixed martial artists. Because the pay scale in boxing, if you have a name, if you are a top-flight mixed martial artist, and you're going into boxing, it's money to be made in boxing. I mean. Tommy Fury just got paid decent money. The Paul Brothers were on his undercard, you know. They were in there doing their thing. So, and if they can come into boxing and make this money then and you're making more than you would make in the octagon, you know, it don't take much for a promoter to come in and and look at you and and get you ready and get you trained up to, to learn how to move in the ring. So, yeah. You know, I just look at it as in all the mixed martial artists we've seen in the boxing ring up until now haven't looked good. And that's because they don't really take, I don't think, I don't think they've taken it seriously. Or they've been paid by the Paul brothers to lose. (laughs) That's just how I feel. And don't come at me in the comments because I'm not changing my opinion on it. Now, in the NBA we had the the trade that we all knew was coming. The Clippers essentially gave up their bench to get James Harden. And of course the 76ers, it's kind of addition by subtraction from them because James Harden didn't want to be there. He wasn't showing up. And the NBA was starting to look in the situations and everything else because he wasn't happy. My question is, with him coming to L.A., because I think he's an L.A. guy type of situation, even with that being said, the last time him and Russell Westbrook played together in Houston, they were not happy playing with each other. They both tend to want the ball in their hands. They both are very aggressive with the ball. So I don't think you could really have them on the floor at the same time for real. Now, of course, if Paul George and Kawhi Leonard aren't healthy, then, yeah, all hands on deck. You need whatever you can get, whatever. But then you gave up a lot of depth. Nicholas Batum, Covington, another young guard. You gave up all these guys. And draft picks, like, their draft pick, their draft situation going to be like the Lakers are in a minute. Like, man, we don't have nothing. <laughs> draft picks, what's that? You know, up until... <laughs> You ain't got picks until 2050. And does James Harden make the Clippers better than even the Lakers? And I don't think so. Because at this stage, would I take Russell Westbrook or would I take Russell Wilson? Russell, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson. Would I take D'Angelo Russell? i take D'Angelo Russell, you know, um, James Harden is James Harden gonna be James Harden is he gonna be motivated is he gonna vote when Ty Lue puts the law down on him like I don't know what kind of heart James Harden have I know he produces whether he's in a good situation or not I know that that, this situation probably should have been done before he opted into this deal and then being honest what (laughs) James Harden didn't have he didn't have another choice but to opt into the deal because I don't think he'd have made 30-something million dollars from another team on the free market. No. But when we get through with that, I just think that somebody is eventually going to have to lay down a law on a player that's got years on the deal or a year on the deal or whatever with these trade requests. You know, if somebody going to have to just stand up and say, well, don't play then. Because if I'm the Brooklyn Nets last and you let Kyrie and you let, uh, you let Kyrie and Kevin Durant go. For what? For what? How Kevin Durant got any leg to stand on, any credibility, or any leverage when he got three or four years left on the deal. Kyrie, we understood that this he's on the last year of his deal he ain't got a sign you ain't got to worry about him i'd have been traded kyrie irving the moment he stopped coming into work that would have been the situation there the moment you did want to get COVID tested or something like that that was the out there then when james harden decided he wanted out let him go but as far as kevin durant probably just signed you four years 200 180 billion whatever the situation was I, I'm making the stand. And that's even with the fact that all the only other chip they had that they could have moved was Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons, you got an NBA player that does not shoot. That's almost as useless as I don't know what on offense. Now this year, it's a little different. He looked kind of good. A couple of games that we've seen so far, but Ben Simmons ain't him. He's not that guy. And you got Kevin. You got Kevin Durant on this long deal. No, sometimes you gotta stand up to a player and tell him, "Hey man, I ain't, you ain't going nowhere. You either gonna play with us or you gonna sit at home." And of course, we don't want that. Don't nobody want to see a star player sitting. Don't nobody want to see all that. But at the end of the day, if you sign a contract, you signed the contract. You know. The NFL players don't have this amount of power, you know, and I wish they did because the NFL is, football is a, is a way more dangerous sport, you know? So you wish the players did have that power that they did have more guaranteed contracts so that, you know, they would have more say in where they went, free agency matter. Cause a lot of them, I mean, you have one bad year, you're getting cut and the team is free to do whatever they wanna do. And the cap is way harder in the NFL than it is anywhere. You know, but we will we will see how the Clippers do. I'm not a big Clipper fan. I think that I'm gonna enjoy watching James Harden lose with another uniform. Just like I enjoy watching him lose in the Nets. now the 76ers is a tragic situation because joel and b deserve better he deserved better and hopefully you know his team will get better with the pieces they added from the clippers gutting their bench to, to, to make this thing happen but um yeah i i don't like i don't like this whole thing where players got years and years on their deal and they get moved to another team and before this deal is even up they asking for another trade like james Harden, like where this dude been traded how many times he trade. you got traded from houston Psh. then you get traded from uh brooklyn Psh. then you go to philadelphia and you asking for a trade there like how about they how about you let this deal expire <laughs> how about you take away that player option? I don't know, man. Cause James Harden is probably one of the best scorers in the game. He's probably hall of—he's a Hall of Fame scorer. can't say nothing else. Lead the league in scoring and is this if he wanted to. But he don't want to play. For he don't want to play for certain teams. He—it's just—it's one of those situations where you gotta figure that out, man. We you. NBA got to figure this out because these owners don't have a leg to stand on when these players' deals come up. And even with Giannis being signing an extension, he can say, I want out next year. And what they going to do? They going to fold and give him what he wants. And if Giannis wants out, please trade him to Los Angeles. The Lakers, thank you. (laughs) I don't care who they got to trade to get him. But uh, anyway. My last topic or third topic we're going to talk about we're going to talk about this uh adam johnson former pittsburgh penguins uh player uh died in a hockey accident where or skate actually went across my man's neck now i have not watched the video and i'm not suggesting anyone does because my man did lose his life playing the sport <clears throat> and i know the english the the police over there in england are looking into the situation see if this is manslaughter or a case where you know like i said it's a freak accident i've never heard of another hockey player having to skate losing his we've seen a lot of nfl situations go down and of course in the in hockey they let these guys fight and all kinds of stuff and you would think in the sport where they allow you to pull somebody's sweater over your head and beat you up or, you know, especially with the speed that these guys come at on skates. You'd have thought that, you know, if there was something that somebody was going to die over, especially when you see players get put through the plexiglass. But to, to have an ice skate come across you, that is very, you know, final destination, however you want to say it and I'm praying for my man's family and I hope that you know this thing wasn't done on purpose and I hope that you know they will look into the issue and try to make this thing safer for everyone because you, you hate to see people lose their life in the, in the field of sport. You know, when, when Hamlin went down last year in the Buffalo Bills game with the Bengals and stuff and they thought he was gone. You know, and, and it was very somber. It was very, you know, and, and that was one of the reasons that we saw Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp get into it because they need to play this game. No, they don't need to play this game. Somebody just about lost their life out there. So to see that somebody actually lost their life in a game of hockey and they and they lost it in a very, you know, very, very brutal way not somebody did this or that. I'm not saying this on purpose or nothing like that, but literally you got your neck cut with an ice cake. You know, I think that maybe it's something that hockey players maybe need to, I don't know, they're talking about neck guards and things of that nature to prevent the situation from happening. But my thing is that I, you know, maybe I'm wrong. If I am somebody, send me a comment, send me a story something. But, I just never heard of a hockey player losing their life or getting cut by getting their neck cut with an ice skate. So um, if we can, just like I said, keep prayers lifted up for the men's family. We're praying for Israel and Palestine. We're praying for those people in the war zone, especially in the Gaza Strip. Just praying that they come to some kind of a peaceful situation Um, so that these citizens can get back to, you know, some form of life, man, just some form of life, but they're not having the stuff bombed and stuff all the time and, and that the Israeli citizens could live in peace as well without having somebody launching rockets or being kidnapped and stuff either. So, you know, just praying for peace in that land and the Holy Land and, um, it's a Halloween Tuesday. So, if you're out there doing Halloween up, um, good for you. (laughs) I didn't do Halloween this year. (laughs) We watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. We got some candy. No one came to the house to get it, so. Um, But it's still, you know, Halloween is your bag. Man, today is the day for it. We just thank everyone for listening. Um, We got another show or another episode popping off this week, so. Just thank you, Uh, keep in touch, and we will see you again next time.